Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. The Big Bets on Campus podcast. 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 All right, here we go. Welcome to the Big Bets on Campus, the new BCS version, week two. Why the BCS? Brett, Colin, Stucky, all three of us are here together. Gentlemen, how'd you do on your week three picks? I had a, I had a great weekend. Uh, it was very, very, everything went well. Uh, I think you- like 11 and, 11 and 6 on my side. Yeah, I'm still, this is... Th- Two days later, I'm still wearing this Missouri State shirt. Right. How long are you wearing this Missouri State T-shirt? How long are you going to wear this? I bought two, so I would have a clean one for this episode. Um, no, it was a good weekend. I'm glad I, we could get out some winners. Sadly, Fresno State and Nebraska were duds, but um, more winners than not. But who cares? We're on the next week. Pretty decent weekend. I, I did. I did horrible on the show, one and five. But if you follow me on the Action Network app, please download it actually up six units on Saturday. So I'm giving out winners on the show. Um, unfortunately, not enough. Well, the show was a winner overall. Uh, got Rice in as the best bet that pulled that in for us. I'm glad that we can start tweeting the Al GIF again. Right. Yeah. Rice is not banned from the show. For rice is not. Yeah. Brett, Brett, Brett can't use rice. But Brett can't use Brett. Yeah. No, he still can't. Hey, uh, real quick. I asked our producer, Matt, to put in put together our favorite intros into one soundbite. Look, Matt went 13 and one on Sunday and won 43 units somehow. So he probably doesn't work for the company anymore. He's probably in the South of France. So hopefully somebody else can roll into our intros now. First reported by our own Brett McMurphy. Brett McMurphy is sources. Hey, Lane, Colin Wilson with the Action Network. Before last season, the record for fourth down attempts was 46. Well, thank you. I did not know we set a record. Yeah, I've got fan Pella. Thank you so much. It's exciting finish. Sorry, Stucky. Yeah, he's hanging Mitchell out. Mitchell went 13-1. That's why he wasn't responding to me earlier. 
Well, I think he's he copied just, Raybon's profile. Is that what he did? He just, he just copied everything one, Raybon 13 did. And one. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Stucky, I'll, I'll just I'll cut to the chase. I did not rank Kansas. I know you're not going to retweet me until I rank Kansas, but sorry, man. I love the Jayhawks, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, but uh, I can't get there yet. If they beat Duke, they will be up there. If some other teams in the top 25 lose, I will can seriously consider them. Well, here's the funny thing. McMurphy submitted his bowl projections and had <laughs> Oklahoma playing in two bowls. I don't even know how many bowls he had Oklahoma stated. If Oklahoma's in two bowls, he got Oklahoma in two bowls and Kansas can't get ranked. It's it's yeah. a sad day in Lawrence for the, the Brett Big 12 bias. There's always next week. I can uh, I can work on that. How Are many bowls do you have at yeah. Oklahoma in now? Uh, they're only in one this week. I cut back. Okay. Yeah, they are that good. They could actually be in two bowl games. We got hey, that corrected eventually. Is the Rock Chalk fan base going to travel to a bowl game when they actually have like, you know, uh, prime basketball action going on? I mean, I'm sure it's going to fall the same time Kansas has a huge basketball game. I mean, that could be a dud of a bowl. Kansas probably won't travel, right? No, they're going to come on. This will be the first bowl game in a long time. I've got yeah, them projected go. <laughs> to the guaranteed rate bowl in Arizona against the fighting Brett Bielemas of Illinois. So, yeah, they will they will travel, no doubt. Uh, they they have just the Kansas offense, by the way, is explosive and it's fun to watch. I hope I hope they don't have to play Illinois. I, I wouldn't want them, want them to play in a shootout against somebody. But yeah, it's crazy what Lance Leopold has, has done. I mean, I it feels like so long ago when they were number one in the country, right? Weren't they number one back in like 2007, 2008? Number one or number two? Yeah, when and Mangina just, was there. Yep. Yeah, and then it's just been nothing but poverty since so it's it's nice to see for kansas it, fans it is nice yeah. I'll, I'll be surprised if he's still there uh at the end i love my time at espn but they absolutely dropped the ball on college game day you had one job how could you not put college game day at duke kansas this week uh instead you know tennessee florida for the eighth billionth time so hopefully kansas will get some more respect not only on my top 25 ballot but from uh college game day somewhere down the road yeah, well, they've done really good on uh, guest pickers lately. Have been some interesting people that have come up there and really done some duds. Uh, one of the best segments in like TV college football history is now turned into something that you don't really need to watch. So speaking of Leopold, I think he's – I'm not sure he's still going to be the coach of Kansas here towards the end of the season. Uh, we've already got another firing, Brett. We've already got Herm Edwards being fired down at Arizona State. What was the uh, – like, did he get fired in the end zone, that whole video clip of him walking off? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I'm not certainly I'm not going to I know Herm very well, but I'm not going to, you know, bother him with, hey, can you tell me if you got fired walking off the field or not? I've seen the video. Uh, Look, I think what this is telling us is that once you're on the hot seat, you can't get off. You may delay the inevitable, but you can't get off the hot seat. That's why Carl Durrell, he's done by the end of the season. Jeff Collins is done at the end of season. Brian Harson is done at the end of the season. They can win a few games. Once they lose, it's like you the winds kind of fill up this balloon with air. And then a loss is like sticking a pin in it. And everybody, the fan base, just reverts back to we're no good. We needed a new coach, yada, yada, yada. I'm not saying it's fair. That's just how this is translated. And I think those three guys, you know, maybe they make it to the end of the season. Maybe they don't. But I think there's going to be a lot of turnover hearing a lot of the same names for Arizona State is is Nebraska. Matt Rule. Who else are you Matt hearing? Rule. Yeah, Matt Rule, notably. Um, he would he would love to come back to the college game if it doesn't work out with the Panthers. Um, an interesting 
possibility at Arizona State would be Jonathan Smith at Oregon State. I really love him. I think he's a great coach. I think he's really underrated. He is an Oregon State alum, though. And you wonder how much conference realignment, the uncertainty of what's going to happen with the Pac-12, specifically Oregon State, there's a scenario they could end up in the Mountain West. If you're Jonathan Smith, do you, you know, maybe look at Arizona State knowing that you may end up in the Big 12, or do you stick around at Oregon State not knowing the future? But um, yeah, Stuck, I think Matt Rule will be back in college next year unless the, you know, you know the NFL better than I do, unless the Panthers turn it around. Another name I'll throw in there is Scott Satterfield. Uh, Stuck, you got to take uh, who's getting fired next. Forgot about Satterfield. See, it's, it's a team. Yeah, it's a team that's got to play. Who plays a bad team coming up? I mean, like that's 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 when it happens. Like Georgia Tech just now that Georgia Tech just plays complete. They're just they're just their schedules ridiculous from here on out. So, but I'll still say actually, you know what? I'm going to say Satterfield. I'm going to say that Louisville has a bad loss or more decision making, and they pull the trigger. Uh, Brett, do you think that Mullen, Mullen is coming back as a head coach next year? Yeah, I think he'll be somewhere. I mean, when I worked at ESPN, every former coach that I worked with, <laughs> all they wanted to do was get back to coaching. And Dan Mullen's no different. You know, I don't know where he would end up. Certainly, there's going to be a lot of spots out there. But yeah, Stuck, I would say, you know, if, if somebody in Vegas has a has odds on will Mullen coach next year, I'd, I'd take it 100%. And yep. no, and nobody is sniffing Nebraska from what you can like. Nobody is anxious to get that job. No, I think there's a lot of. I mean, I think Matt Rule would consider it. Um, you know, Matt Campbell would he look at it? Uh, you're going to be making a lot more money. Is he in a better position at Iowa State? You know, think of all the the money that Nebraska is getting through the new TV deal with the Big Ten. Uh, Mark Stoops' his name has been connected with Nebraska. Does he want to really work at a football school? Well, that would be his chance. I think he's better off in the SEC. The money's going to be about the same. There's only 131 jobs out there. There's only 66 Power Five jobs, 65 Power Five jobs. So yeah, somebody, somebody's going to take it. You know, I know you guys saw the crowd chanting for Urban. I'd be shocked if they hired Urban. I don't think Trev Alberts will go that way. But uh, you know, if Auburn opens up, would Urban consider Auburn? I think the only way he comes back is somewhere where he can win a national championship. And obviously, if you're in the SEC and you can win your division, you're going to have a shot. Considering uh, the rumors around Scott Frost and uh, some happenings at the at the nice Gate 25 bar that's happening up there, I can't imagine Urban Meyer coming in uh, after some of the littered history that he has. Brett, let me ask you a question. If Marcus Freeman would have fell to 0-4, would he have been close to being fired? Or would, yeah. is he safe, no matter what? Yeah, they're not going to do – Notre Dame's not going to do that. Uh, their fan base may be screaming for it, but no, he's – He's fine. You know, how long of a leash does he have? Two, three years? That's, I mean, if he can't do a Ty Willingham and whatever his numbers were. Yeah, because it looks, when, when LSU wins a game and beats, you know, as an underdog, beats Mississippi State and beats him handily, uh, you got to think that that rubs the Notre Dame fans the wrong way. Yeah, but yeah, he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. Jamie Chadwell, I'll, I'll throw out that name. I think that's yeah. whoever goes and gets him from Coastal. I think he's going to eventually get a, a big time job and it would be a great hire. Could, I think Nebraska, you, that's, that's who Nebraska should look for. <laughs> I think. And then the, the kind of the X factor out there is does somebody take a shot at Deion Sanders, you know, yep. question is on the field coaching, but obviously what he can do off the field, the amount of attention that he would bring to a program. Deion Sanders in Atlanta with Georgia yep. tech. Yeah. That would probably be pretty impactful, especially for recruiting. 
Let me ask this question to you guys, because I ran some analytics today um, and put out some charts and Navy's just so terrible in finishing drives offensively and defensively. And the thing about Navy is, is they can't utilize the portal. I don't think they utilize NIL deals. Uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong on that. So they're really stuck. Whoever they recruit and get to come to the Naval Academy, that's their players. Now, why is it Army is able to thrive and still win games in this current landscape and Navy cannot? And but why is they, Army thriving? Well, they're still winning games. I mean, they're still, you know, I mean, they're still, they're not lined as bad as Navy. They're not getting blown out as bad as Navy. Uh, Army's still going to bowls. Yeah. That, it's just a dry, I don't know. The talent isn't there. They can't find a talent. They can't. Ever since Malcolm Perry has gone, they just can't find competent quarterback play. Their line has been worse. Um, they're, I don't, yeah, I don't really don't know what's going on because they, Ken's always been such a good coach, but then he had like the offensive coordinator got fired and then rehired. And so it's just been a lot of, uh, a messy situation for the last couple of years. So yeah, they, Navy has been bad. They're trending in the wrong direction. Brett, do you have any thoughts there? Colin, I think the biggest reason is because Army has an easier schedule than Navy. I mean, Navy's in a conference. I remember I was covering a USF when Army joined Conference USA. They only stayed in the league for two years because they could not be competitive in that conference. So you look at Army's schedule, they're playing Villanova, they're playing Colgate, ULM. UConn, UMass. I mean, there's five wins right there. So, yeah, I mean, obviously the head-to-head games carry a lot more weight between Army and Navy. Um, I just think Navy's has – it's a lot tougher sledding being in the American. Ken Niamatololo has been there for 16 years. He's d- done an incredible job. But, you know, you bring up a great point. There's restrictions there that other schools don't encounter. Um, you know, Army's the same way. I just think Army benefits from a much easier schedule. And so I think, you know, from 40,000 feet, that's probably why they're doing better. I think if Navy played a lot of those same opponents and was not in a conference, they'd be on a level footing with Army. Huh. Well, let's go ahead. Connor, I got a question. I got a question for you quick. Your power ratings, you put them out, obviously, <laughs> with. We sh- no, I'm not, I'm not making fun of no, I know where you. I hope I know where you're going. Yeah. Um, well, no, we put them out. We show Collins power ratings and then Brett's AP top 25. And Brett, you can follow up with what I think that you think that I'm going to ask. But I- I'm just going to ask you, where do you have how many points? I think you had Ohio State one, Bama two, Georgia three. How many points behind the top two is was Georgia to start the year? And then how much is that now? Does that make sense? You asking Brett or me? You. Oh, your, I thought you were asking Brett. power ratings. Guy. Yeah, power ratings. Was, well, yeah. So Alabama and Ohio State had a clear six-point gap uh, with Georgia. And then after that, it was like Clemson 10-11. I mean, it really fell off. Now, like I got a lot. That graphic that went out where I had Ohio State number one, I got so much. Like that got put on Instagram. That got put on Twitter. And I got so much. Who the hell is putting Ohio State number one and Georgia not number one? I got a lot of that. Now it's just a point. It literally is a single point where you have – I would make Ohio State minus one against Georgia, and I would make Georgia and Alabama a pick. And Alabama, wow. like, you know, I mean, it, it's tight. Georgia has completely closed that gap, and, and they're probably going to overtake it the way things are going and the way that they're playing these days. But how much stock am I putting into blowing out South Carolina? I mean, it's something that's so predictable. Even I'm laying minus 24 with that team. I don't lay minus 24 on a lot of teams, but, you know, when you're hammering. Iowa, baby. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, now there's a clear drop, right? There's a clear drop between those three teams and everybody else. And I tell you who's coming up that rank real fast is Michigan. I don't even know what to do with this team. Like, I think they have so much talent 
defensively, nothing's changed. They are still maybe the best defense in the nation outside of the top three that I just mentioned. Uh, maybe better than Clemson. Uh, Michigan is uh, too deep at the quarterback position. J.J. McCarthy's up to 30-1 to one to win the Heisman. I mean, obviously. But I still want to see them play some. They've played Little Sisters of the Poor, uh, a middle school down the street, and then like Hawaii's <laughs> rebuilding team. Like, no, it's been... always directional schools. You have to say Western Little Sisters of the Poor. They haven't even played a directional school yet either. They played Hawaii, who's rebuilding, <laughs> Connecticut, and then Colorado State. Colorado State. Is bad. They are bad. They don't have an offensive line. I mean, they can't. That it's a mess. It's always going to be a mess transitioning to a completely new offense. But it is bad. So yeah, I get it. Michigan's look great. I can't rise them now. I can't move them that much because they literally haven't played anybody. They do get to host Maryland this week, so we'll see. A lot. We'll learn a lot about their defense because Maryland mm-hmm. at least will fire it around the field. Stuck. If Texas and Michigan were on a neutral right now, who'd you take? I take. Michigan. Um, I take Michigan. I hate to go get Sark, but I take Michigan. Yeah, I would take Michigan, but I would take Michigan. I, too. I might take Texas if I saw more of if viewers looked like he did early in that game, and I've seen it for a couple of days. I, if viewers plays like that and he comes back, I mean, Texas is going to be outstanding. But we, I mean, we've only, we've only seen like a, a tiny sample size. So yeah, I would take Michigan right now. But uh, I'll be curious to watch what that defense looks like after they lost their edge rushers. Still so talented on paper starting this week because I mean, just their results so far have just been laughable. Yeah. Ewers, uh, Ewers practiced yesterday for Texas. I don't think he's going to return this week when they go at Texas Tech, but that's obviously a good sign. He's he's practicing with Texas. Stuck, who would you rank? Who are your top three teams in order right now? Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. If I went uh, no, without priors, if I went without priors, it would have been Georgia will be number one. But I had such a big gap like a huge gap between Alabama, Ohio state and Georgia. And I was arguing way incorrectly is that I thought that maybe the, by the gap, by the end of the year, if Georgia didn't, you know, they were obviously rebuilding and if it didn't work out and they they had a drop off in production and efficiency, I was arguing that gap was only going to grow, but it hasn't. Um, There's basically no difference between those three teams. Like I think I have Alabama and Ohio state is a half point difference. And then Georgia is one point then below. So they're all within one and a half points to me. Before we before we get to Florida, Tennessee this weekend, right now, uh, the power rating that I have would make Georgia about 13 and a half on Tennessee. Now, Stuck, you are the, uh, what, are you leading the bandwagon of Tennessee these days and Josh Heupel? Yeah, dude, what would you take, 13 and a half Georgia, Tennessee? Oh, I'll take, take Tennessee. But, and the thing, the sad part is I took them at 14 to one to win the division. And I love how Tennessee's look, but I thought there was a chance that Georgia was going to be much worse. So it's going to be an uphill climb for sure. Well, that Tennessee offense is just going to need to cook all day and beat yeah. Georgia in an absolute shootout. But um, yeah, I would take two touchdowns for sure. But uh, it's going to be a lot taller task trying to pull off that upset than I thought it was. That game's at Georgia, by the way. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be even tougher. So, uh, you know, going past that, Brett, right now, your Oklahoma State, I would power rate them about boy, about six points behind OU. OU looked, you know, I mean, they look good against Nebraska, a lifeless defense going on there. But, I mean, Dylan, we got the full four quarters of Dylan Gabriel. We got full four quarters of defense. I'm wondering if Venables finally has this this rough, tough thing he's been pounding in them all summer if they're finally starting to have, like, a blue-collar mentality on the defensive side. So, being a Big 12 guy, do you have a, a – who's going to win this conference? Yeah. I mean, it really is up for grabs. 
Well, I, you know, the board before the season, when I talked to you guys, I said, you know, I thought Baylor would win, but I, for a long shot, I would, I would take a chance on TCU. Uh, I don't, I don't think Baylor's got the quarterback play. I think that was exposed against BYU. You know, I think OU's the favorite now, the next three weeks, Kansas state, which always gives them trouble, always, even in Norman at TCU is going to be tricky. And then Texas and Dallas, uh, I think we'll know. And then, of course, Stuck, I know you remember this. I said if Oklahoma State beats Arizona State, take the over on the win totals. So hop in your time machine, go back, play over Oklahoma State win total this year, lock of the millennium. I love it. Uh, yeah, I wish I wish I did. And by the way, um, yeah, I think I agree with you on Baylor. And that was my biggest takeaway from the BYU game is not only the quarterback play, but just the weapons on the outside. They're just lacking playmakers on offense. So they – can't really do anything against BYU. And then that looks much more troubling when you see BYU just, you know, get shredded by Oregon, give up 41 points. Um, So yeah, I'd be worried about the Baylor offense. I I don't know who's going to win. I think Texas, I mean, that's what I bet on. If viewers comes back and looks great, give me Texas, but Oklahoma looks great. Are you, are you guys buying the Gabriel? uh, I mean, we're Heisman voters, Heisman hype. Um, is there someone else that you're you're interested in? Obviously, Stroud had a they put up 77 on Toledo. What are your thoughts there on the Heisman? Well, I'll, I'll say Bryce Young falling to five to one is like kind of what we kind of called for, what we forecasted for this season, not only on this pod last week, but during the summer. So can the question is, is who is going to join, uh, you know, CJ Stroud and Caleb Williams in New York as of right now, right? And I think Dylan Gabriel's up there. The other one is Stetson Bennett. Uh, to me, it's Stetson Bennett. And Dylan Gabriel had tied head to head about who's going to be in that third spot in New York. Brett, do you uh, do you agree? I, I should have taken the time machine back and bet Brett's preseason Bennett. Hundred to one. I know Stetson. Look, I don't think what's going. I know this. You know, this doesn't follow the narrative. What's going on right now has no impact on the Heisman. The Heisman's decided the last three weeks of the year. Now with everybody forgetting about what's happened the first nine or ten weeks. When you ask me about Stetson Bennett and Dylan Gabriel, I think Stetson Bennett's got a much better chance. Is he a better player? Will he have better numbers? Not necessarily, but he's on a better team. They've got a better shot at 13-0 and than, than Oklahoma. And, yeah, that's not fair, but I think a lot of voters take that into consideration. I've mentioned that before. That's why I think Stetson Bennett, 13-0, and if they beat Alabama, I think he would definitely be in New York in that scenario, and I think he's got a, he's got a shot to do it. Caleb Williams is – is going to be fascinating because, you know, is he going to be penalized for being, hey, one of the Lincoln Riley's guys, he's part of the system. Look at all the guys that Lincoln Riley's coach that's that's made it to New York. Will that help or hurt him? Who knows? You know, Stuck, I know you and Colin mentioned on the podcast, you know, if USC continues this turnover luck and they end up the year plus 50 in turnovers, then they're going to win the national title. So at some point they got to have some regression, but until they do, I mean, Caleb Williams is is up there at the top two, and their offense looks so good. Like I didn't think it was going to be this crisp this early, but they're just flying up and down the field. But they still don't have a defense. You're joining me for Oregon State plus seven, right? I put that in a couple hours ago. You're gonna you're gonna join me on the on the seven with the Beavs up in Corvallis. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I gotta put I'll put that in right now. Yeah, we're betting yeah, against we... USC every week. It's painful, stuck. It's painful. Yeah. 
Hey, we'll be hearing from there, fucking. Any... We'll be hearing from the fight on crowd of the voicemails this weekend again. Yeah, you're one guy. Keep but keep fading them. Is there any chance that thing keeps going up? No, actually, it came down. It touched seven, went back down to six and a half. I, I would. I, it should settle at six and a half, but. There's just people out there that are going to read what Oregon State does on the ground, even with Lowe, you know, not there for the running backs. So they've got two other running backs that were getting more carries than him. They're just going to be able to slice through the front of USC. But, you know, right now the USC offense is just unstoppable. And I don't expect Oregon State to stop them. I just need Oregon State, who is one of the best teams in the nation and havoc allowed. They don't hurt themselves. They don't allow the other team to play behind the line of scrimmage. If the turnovers stop, then a team can go score for score with USC. And so I expect Oregon State to do that. I'm yeah, sure. I don't see a seven seven out there now, so I'm going to wait. Uh, I will be on them, but I'm going to wait to see if uh, – I should have been paying a closer attention uh, earlier today, but I didn't. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on it. We'll be uh, – when is that? 9.30 p.m. Eastern? Yeah, we'll be uh, late night rooting against USC again. Too busy listening to Petrano's press conference this morning? Is that what you were doing? <laughs> we we had a, we actually had a uh, personal call. We were reviewing the the film and the special teams blunder late that cost Missouri State the game. But uh, he was proud of the, he was proud of the effort. I I just I oh man I'll save it for our podcast later in the week. I I almost feel like Pittman and Bryles all of them scripted a three quarters of vanilla just to get their team behind to see what they're made of. I don't know. I'm. I'm, I'm so far in my head about that game. All right. Before we continue, as a reminder, the Big Bets on Campus podcast is proudly presented by BetMGM. So kick off the new pro football season with the king of sports books. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code ACTION200, and your first wager is risk-free, up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Must be 21 years or older to wager. 19 or older in Ontario. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York, call or text the Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789 or 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi. In Ontario, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states were prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York. All right. Brad, do you think, Brad, do you think on uh, October 15th, it's less than a month away, what, what do you think Colin's going to do that week? He's going to take a second mortgage out of his house. Is he going to go to the, go to the bank and get some loans for when Utah hosts USC? Is that uh, going to be Colin's biggest play of all time? Uh, it certainly will if SC is not committed a turnover before then, and maybe they won't. He yeah. loves Utah. Utah's my pick before all the day. season. Yeah. All day. All day with Rice Eagles. All right. Before we get to we get out of here and talk a little college football playoff, Brett, Mr. Sources himself, has some trivia for us. It may sound easy, but it will test your head and your mind and your brain. 
too. There you go. I don't claim to be no 36 ACT now. Each week, I will ask you guys a college football question. Whoever ends up with the most points at the end of the year, I will send you your choice of this beautiful Iowa reporter's notebook. It's got seven football players on it. Yes, only two oh of them God, are on I offense. Want that. And it inclu- that. of course, it includes punter Tory Taylor. So it's your choice of that Iowa notebook or this beautiful official banner flag from the 2022 national championship game in Indianapolis. We're calling this thing the sources stumper until we can come up with a better name. Hopefully we can. Stucky, you won the coin flip backstage. So you guess first. Remember, no Googling. So here we go. Two weeks ago, when number one Alabama beat Texas, the Crimson Tide dropped the following week in the AP rankings, while unranked Texas moved into the top 25. My question is, before Bama, Texas, what was the last time this happened, and what were the teams? I'll give you one hint. You guys both were alive when this game was played. So the last time that a one lost and no, no a number the one, one won the game, but dropped in the poll and their opponent was not ranked at the time of the game, but moved into the top 25 by losing to the number one team. Huh. And the only hint is since we, we it you both were alive we were when this game was played. Yeah. If I'll give you another hint, if, if you guys get a I mean, couple do you know guesses. it off the head? Do, do you know it, Colin? I've got a guess. I got a good guess. I but the, the but him saying you were alive makes me think it was some makes you think it's way back. Yeah, right? it was some BS from '89, right? I mean, it, I've got an idea. I, okay, let me just throw this out, and this isn't well, it because well, he wouldn't make. Yeah, well, don't give him a guess. Don't. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, let him. Wait, I get to go. So I'll, I'll get a guess. Yeah, you go first. So you can guess. You can guess a get the a game, two teams, or you can j- just guess one team. You get one point for each team. I'm going to say Notre Dame. Uh, that's incorrect. Colin? So my guess is that last year Alabama was number one and Arkansas almost beat them. And, the, and Arkansas was hovering between 20 and 30 the entire year. And, I mean, it was this close. So I would not be surprised if Alabama, Alabama who won the game, if Arkansas slipped into the top 25. But I can't remember if they were already in the top 25. It was close. Is that it? Stuck, you're up. You want another hint? Uh, sure. It was it was a conference game. <laughs> I mean, that's my official guess. I'll help suck out. Like even the LSU year, like it was LSU number one by the time they played Alabama. No, oh, he yeah. said you're incorrect. He said you're incorrect. By the oh, way, oh, I'm that's... incorrect. Oh. Yeah, you're wrong, yeah. dude. Otherwise, he, he would have felt pretty good. Yeah, that yeah. felt right. I'm looking at a list of teams. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to also think why. Why you, there's a, probably a reason why you asked it. But I was thinking the, the reason that I was thinking Notre Dame is because like they probably were one with like who's a team that was one that was one with doubt <laughs> out there. So Colin, you're you're on the right track. That's that was my thinking too. I'm trying to think because LSU in 2019 had soap that their defense was horrible the first seven eight games, and then Aranda got it all cleaned up. So I'm trying to think if like they let someone hang around there that got into the top 25, right? And, and it, that's escaping me too. I'm trying to think of all the national champions and who was ranked number one those seasons. Like Clemson never allowed anybody on their schedule to get in. I'm going to say Oklahoma. Not correct. Colin, who's your guess? So we're going to guess who the number one team was, right? Or you can guess the Either team one. that lost. And it's, not a, and it's not Alabama. No, it's not Alabama. It's not Arkansas. All right, so I need a fluky number one. I'll, I'll go with uh, Mississippi State. 
Stocky, you're up. You want another hint? Or you guys yeah. want to guess one more? I'm going to take the Dak Prescott, Mississippi State. No, it's wrong. No, that's wrong. Have... So you do yeah, want another yeah, hint? Yeah, sure. Um, man, this will probably give it away. A prominent player involved in this game later went on to be a head football coach. <laughs> like I immediately thought of Hypel and OU, but he said no on OU. So, Colin, you can't guess till Stuck goes, man. Oh, yeah, I already guessed. I already guessed Oklahoma. A prominent player in this game, after his playing days were over, became a college head football coach at the FBS level. Colin, don't don't say anything. Stuck's up. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh... <laughs> I'm going to say Florida State. No, Colin, you're up. Is it, uh, oh my God. It's not Lashley. Um, see, Kingsbury's in the NFL. <laughs> but he was a head football coach. I know. Um, no, I can't even think of it right now. I mean, I, I am so on Josh Heupel after you gave that hint right now. So maybe Tennessee was, maybe Tennessee is the answer. No. Um, I'll give you another hint. He currently is not a head football coach. Stucky, you're up. Wow. I was thinking, I was trying to think Northwestern, but I was like, were they ever really number one? But you said they're not a current. He was a prominent player, you said? Oh, I got a prominent player in the game, in this game. Can I Can I guess? No, it's Stucky's up, man. You'll have first pick next week. Well, this would have happened, this would have happened in 84. 80s, mid-80s, when we both would have been alive, late, mid to late 80s. Uh, oh, no, he's still a coach. I was going to say Harbaugh. <laughs> Who the fuck could it be? I got one more. Hold on. Hold on, Colin. Unless Stuck wants to give you a guess, then Stuck gets two guesses. I'm going to say Nebraska yes. and Scott Frost. Yes, that's what I was going to say. You got it. You got it. Who is the <laughs> team? Who is the opponent? Uh, State. No, don't say anything, Colin. Oh, shit. I'm going to say... I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Oklahoma State. No, wrong. Colin, who was the opponent? Kansas State. Nope. That's what Stucky, I was gonna say. Who was the I opponent? Uh, TCU. Nope. Colin, who was the opponent? TCU is in the whack. Give me, uh, give me. Oh yeah, this is way back. It's a conference game, Kansas. I'll keep going through the Big nope. Eight until I get there. Stuck. Who was the opponent? Texas. Colin, who was the opponent? It, it, Texas was in the Southwest Conference. They were never in the Big Eight. Uh, same thing with Texas Tech. So we're going to have to go uh, Colorado. Stuck? Who is the opponent? Missouri? Yes. Oh! 1997. Third and 10. Seven seconds left. Scott Frost throws a pass. Bounces off Shevin Wiggins' chest. The ball's kicked in the air. Deflected ball caught by Matt Davidson. Nebraska wins an OT. Huskers drop to number three next week. Mizzou is ranked number 25 the following week. Was that the the only time or just the last time? The last time. Besides besides what just happened. Besides, oh, that's, yep. That was a good one. Stuck, you're you're up on the leaderboard uh two to zero. Brad, I got a trivia question for you. This is really random, but TCU SMU will probably break the you were talking about crowds, will probably break the Ford Stadium record this year. What which game has the Ford Stadium record? So it's not TCU SMU. That's second. TCU No, it was the 2010 Armed Forces Bowl between Army and SMU. Oh wow, uh, that's a 37,000. 
yeah, it's a hard one. I, I read that today. I was like, whoa, Army. But yeah, that so you might get the Ford Stadium record, which brings us, I think, a good transition to we'll give one final pick before we get out of here. For the road, um, early pick, early lane for this weekend. I like TCU. They're coming off an off week. Who knows SMU's personnel better than TCU coach Sonny Dykes? Give me the Horn Frogs. I think they're plus one, plus one and a half right now. Yeah, one hundred percent. I agree with that because uh, I, uh, I I apologize. I fat fingered SMU into the app. Got the engineers to take it out immediately. Got the TCU bet in there, but it is Horn Frogs all the way. I'm gonna push over and say Arkansas, Texas A&M over. Stuck, we can go into a long talk about this later in the week, but that Arkansas back seven, they're going to get taken advantage of. I don't care if it's Max Johnson. I don't care if Zach Calzada transfers back. I don't care who it is. Haynes King, Arkansas's back seven is a liability, and they're not getting any pressure. Give me the over in that game, and it's moving. That gift that I always start that meme that I tweet out where the guy's sweating and then has to push one of two buttons. And I do it for like an Iowa game every week or this this week. I think of that with uh, bet every Texas A&M under. And then you got, oh, wait, but bet every Arkansas over. Um, But I I would agree there with that over. I'll throw out two in the weekday. I like Georgia State catching three at home against Coastal Carolina. That line hit three a bit ago. I scooped that up. I think Georgia State is 0-3. We'll come out here with a, a really clean effort, inspired effort really three tough losses in coastal Carolina, who's three, and know, is look, I love Jawa. I love McCall at quarterback, but the rest of their roster is so bad. And um, they're kind of a paper tiger. So I'll take Georgia state. And then the next night, minor nation I'm taking UTEP plus 15 and a half. I think that's way too many points in a game that should be low scoring. This Boise offense is terrible, terrible. It's so bad. They should not be laying 15 and a half. How will UTEP score? I don't know, but we'll find a way. Minor Nation, Friday night, late night. See you there. Stuck, you know what UTEP stands for, right? You, you take them points. You take them points. Yep. There you go. Uh, so I think too many. Well, that does it for us. Uh, this is uh, Big Bets on Campus, the new BCS, Brett Collins, Stucky. We got you some picks in here. We'll talk some Heisman. I'm going to do some trivia next week, see if I can get off the schneid. Thank you for joining me, Stucky. Thank you for joining me, Brett. Talk to you guys next week.